When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a brand new week, lady buddy. How are you feeling, girl? What's the tea? What's going on? What's 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 popping? Um, it is a beautiful day in New York City. It was so boiling here that um, for the past few days, that Mama Girl didn't do much except lay in front of a fan and eat mm. sorbet. Oh, okay. So when I briefly lived in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia, my um, family would take me to this place called Brewster's in um, Atlanta. And they're this place they would sell ice creams, but also lots of like ices and sorbets. And they used to have this <laughs> blue raspberry sorbet that I will never forget. It was the most, it wasn't one of those like blueberry things. Y'all know when you get blue raspberry or blueberry, it kind of tastes really fake and like bleh. This you was mean at the 7-Eleven good... slushies where they still right. sell that? Because I saw that flavor there the other day. So it's disgusting, right? But this one, the, the way that, I don't know what Brewster's, I don't know what kind of crack cocaine they were putting there in their blue raspberry ice, but it was so good. And I have, and I never forget about it. It's still, it's one of those like childhood memories that, that I still cherish. I remember eating it every So you weekend. had a good one. You had a good blue oh, yeah. raspberry. It was delicious. It was delicious. But, but I'll never forget it. Did it t- what is a blue raspberry? Is that just some, some made up thing? Oh yeah, they some made up be- shit. But I mean, d- d- because they already had strawberry and cherry, and those were red, and so they mm-hmm. wanted, so they didn't want raspberry to be re- pink or red. I don't know, raspberry. Yeah, because blue raspberries do not exist. It's not <laughs> raspberries are, are, are red, and blueberries are blue. So it's kind of like some cross. Or maybe someone out there. I mean, I'm going to Google right now and see if I can find a picture of a blue raspberry. Maybe it exists. Maybe we're too ignorant faggots that don't know that blue raspberries are real. Some someone listening right now is like these fucking dummies. Of course, blue raspberries are real. I mean, I've seen pictures of raspberries that are blue, but I'm pretty sure this has to be just edited. So there is. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there were other flavors of those slushies. Like, uh, remember that chemical coconut <laughs> flavor? Yeah. It was, and then there was that moonshine flavor. Or Moonshine. Uh, yeah, well, ba- Baskin and Robbins had um, a, a daiquiri uh, ice cream that had no alcohol, alcohol in it. Okay. No, no. Um, and um, and then there's like a moonshine slushy flavor that's white. It just moonshine. tastes like Could Seven Up. Right, uh, moonshine. Know. If y'all don't know, that's like some that's some that's some southern shit. <laughs> moonshine is like some really really cheap, very high proof alcohol that gets you really fucked up. It's like or, I don't or even, homemade, I, homemade, or, homemade. I think. How do you make it at home? Ew. Well, you have a little distillery out in the woods. <laughs> oh, oh, I've heard. And then you, t- put, sure. then, then you take off, your, you get real drunk, and you put your clan hood on, burn a cross in somebody's <laughs> yard. You know, just good times. <laughs> what enough about Eureka and her family activities. Well, um, so, so, but speaking of, how was your week? I just saw the promo for the uh, drag celebrity lip sync. Yeah. What is the name of it? It's, it's, it starts this Friday, but not this Friday, but next. 
Yeah. Oh, this no, no, it's Friday. Yes, yeah, it's just Friday, but this is next but week currently. This is next week. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, Super Secret Celebrity Drag Race, Super Secret Celebrity Drag Race is great. I recorded that the November after we finished filming All Star. So I, this fall, it's a year ago, I recorded this thing. And um, it's fun. I like it because it's very different than the first time. The first time we did it, it was, uh, there were three different Queen Supremes every episode. And it was more like this, these three celebrities were competing in an episode of Drag Race, where this is completely, completely different. It's like the masked singer meets Drag Race. So you have 10 celebrities vying for the title of America's Next Super Secret Celebrity Superstar, which is... Uh, wait, America's Next Super Secret Drag Superstar. I think that's what they're vying for. And they're going to come out each each week and do like a fierce lip sync number. And um, the judges will choose their favorites. And and whoever is sent home... I mean, I know you haven't seen the first episode. There is someone I in, there's someone particularly in the first episode that you're going to... I know it's probably one of your favorite. I, I know you love this person. Like, I just know you uh, do. Uh, I don't want to... Uh, might, might this person be an actor who is older and very uh, beloved? Uh-huh. And her voice I won't is mention scary. who that is. <laughs> yes, yes. I won't even say her sex. But yes, I do love her. And I've already caught myself thinking... I hope she'll win. Now, you know that I, I let audience, I have a podcast with Monet Exchange, but still sometimes we'll read Drag Race or whatever. But this is one thing I like. I like it when the drag queens aren't competing. Because even though Drag yeah. U was not a success, the drag queens are there to mentor the the, the stars. And so now it was very di- it was very interesting for me to go on drag you and see the, see the queens not competing mm-hmm. because then that, then you're seeing what their personality is about rather than these yeah. rigid rules and you know stuff like that so um and drag yeah, is just, so, it's just it so much more fun when you don't have when there's no stress of you being eliminated and losing. At this point, I've done three drag race competitions. I would never the fuck do it again. So doing something like this is way better when you can just go in there and chill. I will say we were in drag a lot. We were in drag six days a week from morning until night. Um, so we were in a lot of drag. And it for was, this show, the lip sync, the upcoming show. Yeah, yeah, because we were the mentors. Okay. We would be in their we would be in their rehearsals. We would be in their things and like Ooh. we were always we we had to always be in drag. Always in drag? Like, always in drag, girl. Honey, just what you need to do. VH1, you might find a man, honey, on VH1. That's the, the young <laughs> man watching that shit. And you think and you think a young man was my big ass as his confidant, his 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 companion? Oh, a blind That's one a that can't lady. smell or hear <laughs> might be interested. <laughs> I mean, there's a cover for every pot. Well, you know, the celebrity we're talking about, she's 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 my drag doll on the show. Oh, cool. Oh, honey. That's yeah. going to be, uh, I mean, I don't want to say iconic before I've seen it, but it'll be fun for sure. Yeah, really oh, that's was. exciting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you have my you you stole you came into my home and stole my Paramount Plus subscription um, passwords <laughs> and stuff, so you can watch it, I guess. Oh, even though it's on VH1 because I don't have a TV. Yeah, I think it's still going to be coming on streaming like late, probably not the same day, but it will be later on. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, do they usually start the shows this early in August? I mean, it's mid-August. Well, girl, I mean, back then, Bunny, now there are so many seasons all the time. Drag Race, there, there's always a season going on in some countries. So now they're just like, whatever. We don't care. But by, but by the time my stage coach gets home from my... <laughs> Your stage coach? What the hell is that? Yes. <laughs> That's how we travel in the summer. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Your stage coach. Horse-drawn carriage. From my day, you know, we all had to rush right home. We couldn't have TV shows starting in August. Yeah, so, but that's <laughs> right? that. But I will say, well, we you know, we have, la, la, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, you know, last week we shot the shit, and I think we are, we would be remiss if we did not talk about the headlines occurring in our country. 
Well, it, it's good to mix it up. And honey, there's some new ones happening every day these days. Mm-hmm. And it's election season coming up in November for the midterms. So yes. they call election season silly season because we do see a lot of crazy stuff. Trump's home, Mar-a-Lago in Florida, has been raided by the FBI. Mm -hmm. And they were looking for and found uh, some documents, which to me, I'm not a legal analyst at all, but to me it looks like this case is going to hinge on not only did he have the documents that were uh, classified or not classified, classified or whether he'd unclassified them, you have to show the intent that he um, meant to misuse them, to hide something or to cause, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's um, the, the, you know, listen, if what is in those files can zap Trump and put him behind bars, or you know what or or i guess everyone wants this to come down on him so that he cannot run run again for president yeah. again which people and, are speculating I, that he's going to announce early like in some, some are saying speculating as early as mid august late august so that if these if he does end up going down for, for by the by the uh january 6th committee that he can claim oh they're only doing this because i'm running again which is I think will be an attempt to rile up his base. Like you see, they're coming for a guy again. I I generally don't think that it will work. People are like, this motherfucker is crazy. I think people are finally seeing the ridiculosity of Trump. But I think that see. there's re- Democrats have always known it, you mm-hmm. know, and I I think that there are some independents who voted for Biden in the last election because. They were just sick of Trump's chaos. We right. were, you know, in the throes of COVID. You know, even if there are independents who thought, or even Republicans who thought, ah, I'll give, I'll give Trump a go, you know, or whatever. I, I, I never much like, you know, uh, uh, Biden. A lot of them were just sick of it, just sick yeah. of him, sick of there always being a scandal, and that is actually how Biden was pushed as a return to decency. Some of the uh, puff pieces about Biden say, so, said at the time, so what if he's not, you know, you don't love him. His wife said that, you know, you don't, you may, don't, may not love him. He may not be your first pick, but he's the one that can beat Trump and he's a return to normalcy. So that's how, you know, Biden was sold. And I think that has a lot to do with why Trump you know, lost after having this term. And if, you know, there, this is, so what's interesting to me is the reaction because everyone I know, which on Facebook, which probably 95% of the people I know are Democrats. And a lot mm-hmm. of them are liberals from a big city, New York City. And I'm in that same bubble, the New York Times reading, Washington Post reading, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I just try to look at things in a different way, and I and I also follow people who don't agree with me. And there were a couple of. First, I want to read you this soap star because there were some funny reactions. This is Nancy Lee Gron G R A N. As well as hers. Okay. Well, she has a funny tweet. Dear FBI, I know you don't need advice from a soap star. But having been in 10 or 10,000 implausible storylines in my 37 years, may I recommend digging up Ivana? Clearly, it didn't take 10 pallbearers to carry a liposuction 73-year-old who methinks was in her weight in classified docs. So she's saying, I'm a soap star who's had ridiculous storylines uh, so dig up Yvonne Yvonne because they might the paperwork may be with her buried I thought right. that was funny um, another before I shut this other computer another anyone being in, this is a Trump quote anyone being investigated by the FBI is not qualified to be the president of the United States, Donald Trump. Get this, said on 
I didn't fact check the meme that I'm reading off of, but yeah, I think that <laughs> that is is legit. Um, you know, yeah. I, I, I mean, he also Trump was also pled the fifth today, four hundred times. Did. In a yeah, this is not Trump's only uh, legal thing. There's the January sixth mm-hmm. uh, hearings, which I guess are on break. He is being. Um, uh, he's got some. I understand why they're always going to be. Anytime they are the, these things, the fucking committee's always going to break. Bitch, finish. Yeah, like yeah. Why do you need a break, girl? Get to work. Y'all are on taxpayers' money. Get to work, bitch. Get to yeah. work. Yeah, I mean, that's a really um, good so question. the New York Post, which is very right leaning, let's let's acknowledge that. But they put out a timeline just so people may, may be confused. January twenty twenty, Trump obviously leaves the house. He, Trump Trump leaves the White House at approximately four hours before Joe Biden swearing in. Dozens of boxes containing documents, mementos, and other materials have gone ahead of him to his post presidential home at Mar-a-Lago. Remainders of twenty twenty one, the National Archives engages in quote unquote ongoing communications with Trump's representatives about the missing records. In January 2022, the National Archives receives 15 boxes from Mar-a-Lago. So they send from Mar-a-Lago 15 boxes to the National Archives. February 18, 2022, um, archivist David Ferrero informs the House Oversight Committee in a letter that Quote, quote, classified national security information, unquote, was found in the 15 boxes, and the Justice Department has been contacted about potential violations of the Presidential Records Act. Right? Spring 2022, investigators interviewed Trump aides either involved in the removal of documents um, to Mar-a-Lago or, from, or familiar with their storage at the Palm Beach Desert. I mean, resort. According to CNN, staffers who were contacted include Executive Assistant Molly Michael, Operations Coordinator Bo Harrison, former White House Staff Secretary Derek Lyons, and former White House Valet Walt Nauta. On June 3rd, the Department of Justice and FBI officials arrive in Mar-a-Lago with a grand jury subpoena and are shown a basement storage room where additional boxes containing White House documents and other materials are kept. Trump attorneys hand over documents marked as, quote, quote, top secret, unquote, according to CNN. The fact that I cannot read the all, like, what? The fact that he, that these people, like, this has never happened to a president. Maybe it has happened to a president before, and we just, it wasn't important enough for, for us, the public, to hear about it. But the fact that the, the, his this guy and his crew, they, they're just taking documents and don't give a fuck. Also, when these documents arrive down to Mar-a-Lago, who knows what they took out and what they are destroyed and just are, just are not showing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, again, from what I, what I, this non-lawyer lay person that people are speculating about who the rat is, who was a Trump inner circle. And, his son. Uh, what's 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 that? What's that little boy name? It's his youngest kid. We're not supposed to say anything to him about him because he's on Why? the spectrum. <laughs> no, Baron, no, Baron, Baron. Baron probably has his, Baron probably is the only one that has any motherfucking class over there. Baron was like, y'all, <laughs> y'all, listen, these motherfuckers Mel- are pretty. Get me up out of here. <laughs> he stole some stuff. Come get it. Does Melania know where? Um, does she live there or no? She don't live there with Mel- Baron. Uh, is she? I'm sure they go there if they if they don't live here. They, they at least go there. Uh-huh. Are they not together anymore? We would know that if they weren't. Well, maybe we wouldn't, honestly. Who knows? I, I really don't know. Um, but yeah, Trump was not there. S- someone was able to direct them to the um, the uh, missing documents and knew th- which safe they were in, although it seems like they did do a little bit of investigation, too, and went to this basement storage um, area. Um, yeah. And... Again, if it if they if they are charging him on the uh, president recordential <laughs> record act or whatever it is, the, the presidential the charge, records act. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the charge is going to be: Did he know he was doing something wrong, 
and have intent to. So that is not easy to prove. To prove. Yeah. Um, that that he, you know, because uh, someone said, you know, that that uh, Trump's way of keeping the White House and rushing out of there because he thought he'd won the election, and then hard, you know, barely sloppily packing and just, you know, getting the fuck out at the last minute, you know, could have caused this. But you know, the funny thing is, is that this is getting all kinds of reactions. This is Andrew Cuomo former uh, governor of New York City. Yeah. Department of Justice must... He, he came out with this immediately. Department of Justice must immediately explain the reason for its raid, and it must be more than a search for inconsequential archives, or it will be viewed as a political tactic and undermine any future credible investigation and legitimacy legitimacy of January 6th investigation. So Andrew is varying from the Democratic playbook by saying Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, um, you don't, sure, investigate anything you want and bring charges against Trump for anything you want, but Trump and his supporters have Mm -hmm. said that everything is a witch hunt. Against him, right. two impeachments, the thing with Russia, um, you know, uh, and the thing with Russia did not turn out to have any collusion. I mean, some of Trump's officials were jailed for lying. Well, at any rate, it was interesting to see Andrew Cuomo, who, you know. Uh, published a best-selling book on how to deal with COVID, even Mm -hmm. though, as I've mentioned on this show, he was actually hiding some regulations uh, with uh, nursing homes, and a a lot of people died uh, as a result of that, because he did... So, not not one of my favorite people. I mean, he resigned in the midst of a sex scandal, which I Mm -hmm. never dug into. I was just glad to see him go. But this is a guy who Rachel Maddow was calling the shadow Democratic president when Trump Mm -hmm. was in office at the beginning of COVID. This is her saying, this is, you know, everyone, like Elle magazine was writing, he's the sexiest man on earth. And people were like, oh my God, you know, um, I feel so much calmer when I'm listening to this guy um, than when I'm listening to Trump's updates, which is a very, very emotional thing. But, but oh, yeah, for what sure. if, all of my friends on Feces book are, um, are, oh, and I call it Feces book, Facebook, where all my boomers at, um, because, <laughs> you, you know, uh, okay, groomer, no, they were, oh my God, they, groomer, they were, um, I really <laughs> know her. Okay, groomer. Uh, they, Facebook just gave Nebraska cops the private messages on a, a teen's Facebook account who needed oh, yeah, an abortion. Uh-huh. I'm not going to accept that. That's awful. You know, I mean, we're all hooked on social media, but that's awful. Anyway, so my friends on Facebook are like posting stuff like, you know, why can't they just put him in jail? Okay, I understand, but that's an emotional response. I have disliked Donald Trump. I'll even say hated Donald Trump since before he was a politician, before he went on The View talking about Obama's birth certificate was fake and all the birth or shit. I always thought he was trash and he is not, was not, I mean, like on the fancy bankers and investors circuit, but I don't think uh, Donald Trump was well liked. He just always seemed like a total uh, pig to me. But I don't want to have an irrational response where I'm just seething with like, ooh, ooh, I hate him. This will be a chance to, to get him. Um, what Andrew Cuomo is saying in that quote is that there have been so many impeachments to and Russiagate and now the January 6th uh, committee that the Democrats may lose their um their validity with these investigations against Trump and make it look like a witch 
hunt unless the Department of Justice immediately releases what is in this warrant. Um, and, and actually, uh, on uh, this show called Rising on thehill.com, mm-hmm. there's a progressive host, Crystal Ball, formerly of MSNBC, and there is a conservative host, Sagar Injeti, and he was saying that Trump should release it to show what it is. Because if it's anything, if they don't have anything, then that's what he could, you know, immediately do. But no, we know Trump will not do that because I'm sure if there was something damning in there like that, Trump would have done it already. The reason why Trump has not done it is because there probably is something that it, that that is too damning to him. Otherwise, we know, of course, Trump would have put that shit out there already. And I think why maybe the Dems are not doing it is because this may be something that may damage um, their uh, something to do with the trying to indict him after the January 6th uh, hearings are over. So, yeah, so and this our was a producer Republican- is saying that Merrick Garland put out a statement saying that um, the Department of Justice has just filed a motion to unseal everything so that to make it public, because naturally these things are public. And because Trump is the one that was subpoenaed, he has the power to release it. So Merrick Garland is trying to get it unsealed. So we all are on the nail. We're all on the up and up. Oh, well, honey, I'm all in there, too, because I want to get my pussy unsealed. <laughs> Excuse Who's me. Ready? Yes, honey. We're not ready for COVID 3.0. Keep oh, that shit how about, inside. How about now? Sissy you're gonna be like pops. that fucking uh, mosquito in fucking Jurassic Park. <laughs> you're gonna unleash your. Uh, they're gonna unsupin your pussy. Who knows what the fuck is gonna come out of there? Pandora's box, honey. Cobwebs, darling. <laughs> Category is cobwebs, darling. Cobwebs in your cunt, honey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't have a legal brain at all, but we have you to have realize that just even, even when you say, fuck you, even when you say <laughs> unseal the document, so in other words, the Department of Justice can't just say, you know, bitch, where is it? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I don't read think that's how that works. Or, or say, you know, take this right to the court and let's do it now. Because, um, you know, the... No, no, I, I know, but, but just in saying these different steps, which of course follow the law, it's just like, girl, get it, come on, let's get it. You know, it's like, it, it makes me realize how little I know about the law. But what I think is important about Andrew Cuomo, who was completely slammed by Democrats, like he was their golden boy two years ago. Mm-hmm. And for saying that we should be very clear, which now Merrick Garland is attempting to do, and maybe, maybe, maybe this was, I mean, isn't Cuomo a lawyer? Almost half of politicians are lawyers. <laughs> you know, so I mean, a lot of liars. news. Well, a lot of news people are, are lawyers, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think he's taking a clear-headed approach, and he's not a traitor. Now, Chris Cuomo has a new, his gorgeous ex-CNN host, has a, yeah, a new uh, podcast. And now you, you didn't think Andy Cohen was cute, but did you think Chris Cuomo was sexy? I think, I think Chris Cuomo's hot. Well, okay, I just want to make sure that you were still... Not needing glasses or something because Chris <laughs> is really not my flavor. But you he say he's not handsome. or he is? No, he's not my flavor. But Andy Cohen is? No, he's just handsome. What is your flavor? Ooh. Not <laughs> uh, that sound. Pistachio. Uh, 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 a drug dealer. <laughs> whose father owns a bar downstairs oh. with a 10-inch cock. Oh. Well. <laughs> oh. In other words, I want to get back together with my dad. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I just, I, I, I've seen people posting on, on Facebook. And so you got to realize that Trump's in the middle of a few different lawsuits or, you know, legal issues. In Georgia, he has tried to claim that the election is whack. I don't think that the election results of 2020 were whack, and I don't think that he has any uh, legitimacy in saying that. So to me, stop the steal, if you could call it the big lie, I think it was based on the the, the wrong thing. And you know, by watching Crystal and Sagar, where I get up on, on The Rising, I get a, 
a good cross-section of views, neither one of them who looked into the 2020 election came up with any conclusion that in the four states that Trump was contesting, that there was Mm -hmm. any even slight chance of cheating. So I think that all of those people and Trump were very much in the wrong. What you know, do you think but, any of this is going to? What bearing do you think any of this is going to have on on the election? Because I think that I had two minds, right? And this is just all me hypothesizing, listening to the View and listening to on um, Positive America and um, a little bit of the Young Turks and stuff. What I am thinking is that obviously, two, the two people who are going to try to um, run for the Republican Party and who are likely to get the nomination are two people: Donald Trump and DeSantis in Florida. Now, here's yes. the thing. Donald Trump is a fucking dummy, and he's crazy. DeSantis is smart, That's right. and he's crazy. So it's like, girl, it's like, what? Like, what is our recourse if he's, DeSantis, DeSantis is a crazy... He's not crazy like Trump. He just, you know, compare, compared to... Crazy in terms of values. Yeah, yeah to, I mean. to someone on the left. Yes, totally, totally. Yeah, so it's like, you know... Obviously, we don't want the prospect of Trump be- ever becoming president again. That's scary. But it's like if you have someone who has that same demented, crazy leftist idealism, and but with the smarts to back it up, that feels even scarier. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just that. So there's two ways to win an election. One way is demonizing your opponent, and one is having a platform that appeals to most people and having a record of enacting that platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I think that, that may, you, it's better to draw people to you positively and do what, do great things for them. Make them think that you are the superstar of the government that, mm-hmm. you know, could rival FDR who created social security and, uh, uh, 40-hour work week and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I just, I, 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 I want to make sure, <laughs> I want to make sure that we have some perspective on this because, you know, today he pleaded the fifth. Did we go over this already? Because the fourth, it's, it's the fifth, all those are different things. Do we already go over the different the, things in no. Georgia? Because in Georgia, no, there's no. an election thing. That I think there was an a audio thing where he was trying to bully the elections. Yeah, yeah. So, he called, so Trump, tr- so Trump called Georgia <laughs> and was like, "Hey, I need eleven thousand more votes. Find them for me." Yes, talking to the guy that I guess certifies the Georgia uh, election or counts. Bob, <laughs> so, not Bob. Um, We're going with Bob. It seems like a basic. Yeah. So Trump was calling Bob. So I, I just want to make sure that people understand that I don't. I say. Jail Trump with the harshest penalty for whatever he's guilty for mm-hmm. of. But I'm worried that the Democrats will be seen as a party of no action and just prosecuting Trump. Now, to Democrats... The IRA not, bill, Bunny, the, the Inflation Reduction Act has been passed. The Democrats are working, honey. The, the, the infrastructure well, they bill... Long, they took a long break. They took a long break. They did pass the infrastructure bill and something called the CHIPS Act. And, uh, mm, I love as CHIPS. As long as it's Pringles, yeah, I, I'm... As long, yeah, <laughs> just pass the CHIPS. Okay. Now, this is something that a lot of uh, different voices, left and right, have been saying. Traditionally, it is the role of the left to question the FBI. And there are implications of, you know, using the power of the FBI, as Andrew Cuomo warned, and Andrew Yang, who is now a third-party candidate, which I will not be supporting, in a new party called um, Forward, because why do you need a party that is between the Republicans and the Democrats? Right. If you're going to have a third party, let's make it to the left, please. To the left, to the left. See, we're all in the Beyonce still. Um, (laughs) But I want to make sure that we have some perspective on this. Um, 
Martin Luther King was spied on, and uh, they, the, the FBI wrote a letter to him to kill himself. They, they exploited his extramarital affairs. Um, wait, wait, well, who is this? Martin Luther King. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So so what I'm trying to say is that for the most of my long life, Democrats have been against the FBI. And there are reasons for that. So I know that most Democrats think that Trump is a uniquely awful thing that we must get rid of. There is a different way to get rid of him than endless court cases that that run the risk of making him look like a martyr. I, I, I can't think of one. Huh? Nothing. You can't think of one what? No, I said no, I said I can think of one. What? No, I won't say it on the podcast. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I'm making any sense or not. I'm just trying to say that you know Jane Fonda, Frank Sinatra, Groucho Marx, Bob Dylan, people who wanted to mix races, people who condemned establishment, you know, politics, the Black Panthers. Um, uh, all of these were were Elvis Presley were uh, harassed by the FBI. Elvis Presley because his passionate uh, performances inspired desire in young women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just wow, me and Elvis I, had a lot I, of common. I, I didn't realize that. And, and 85%, according to Brianna Joy Gray from um, a great new show called uh, the, 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 well, she's also on thehill.com. Rising. It's called Rising. It's on the Hill. She was saying that 85% of the FBI raids historically have been to the left. Only 15% have been to like the right and the KKKs mm. and whatnot. So this is why, you know, um, Democrats haven't, haven't especially loved uh, the FBI, like the more straight and narrow ones would, but the more like anti-establishment one. Cause I mean, right. you're talking about when, you, when you're talking about the FBI looking into anti-establishment causes, well, honey, that's black lives matter. That's mm-hmm. Palestinian rights. That's the climate change. You know, that's you're challenging the establishment. So, right. um, you know, it's, it's, it, 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 a lot of these people, you know, socialist parties, um, there was a, I, I did not write the guy's name down, but yeah, we just have to be c- careful with their, their power. He was an older African-American man from the African Socialist Party. His, his home was raided. He was zip-tied um, and called an, an unindicted co-conspirator in a Russian plight to undermine American democracy in St. Louis. And someone interviewed him after, you know, this occurred. And he said, I'm, nothing I have to do with nothing with Russia. What I have to do with is America, and I've been doing this all my life. The guy's like 90 years old, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, that that's a lot of the kinds of stuff that the FBI is using. So in, in shifting this, oh, everything's counting on the FBI, because see, on the right, on the right, they're bitching about the FBI. They're saying that, uh, well... Uh, you didn't want the FBI showing up for Hillary's email servers, which actually does mimic this a little bit, even though I never followed that or really even penalized her for it, because I think that even though she may have endangered some classified in- info, it didn't happen, and I doubt if that was her intention, you know, to make it happen. So I don't, I, right. I don't ever wor- worried about that. Or, and, and, you know, I was glad when Bernie Sanders said, "We're all sick and tired of hearing about your emails," because I don't, I, I, I would prefer to focus on uh, policy, policy rather than that. We can't just give in to the FBI and the CIA and the, the. Uh, I mean, I'm seeing a bonding of that. I'm seeing a bond. Of, I'm seeing a police state. Um, you know, they, they, they had in LA um, a hearing in some city hall where they were going to make it illegal to be homeless, and uh, the they had all of these riot cops there. Well, I'm sorry to say, but even though Trump was the president who campaigned on law and order, Biden and Democrats have given police a ton of money. Biden was even recommending that they give leftover COVID money to really? um, you know, know lo- local police. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not a big story, but I just want to make sure that people understand that we, we let's not say, let's say what's happening. 
In Georgia, well, Trump fucked with the uh, election, and uh, I don't know what kind of case that is. In New York, it's a this is a case with Letitia James, the New York State Attorney, uh, mm-hmm. who is uh, Attorney General. General, I don't know her title. She this is with Trump's business stuff. It's a civil case, but she could recommend that it be criminal if they get enough stuff. But it's from Trump's business dealings even before he was president. So that was the one that he pleaded the fifth to 400 times. And yeah. then, you know, the other w- one is the 1-6 commission, and then there's one more. Well, this this uh, this raid and, and what becomes of it. So I think that's why the Cuomo is saying, you know, you've got to really Push. pin this down because you've, you're, you've been whirling these investigations, some fruitful and some not, you know, that, that, uh, well, I do want to say that I, I, I do want to say this because on, on, on the topic of, you know, a few weeks ago when we were talking about, I forgot what it, the episode was about, but we were talking about like what, um, all the things that the Dems are trying to do slash have done that we don't ever really know about because, mm-hmm. you know, they're just really bad at messaging and they are a bunch of things that they have gotten done since they've taken over that I want to talk, that, that I just want to mention so people, it's on people's radars that stuff is getting done, then the Dems aren't just sitting there having bonbons and Cocoa Puffs. Can y'all hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, here we go. Well, let's so talk Joe about Biden, yeah. so, so, so Joe Biden, yeah, yeah it's, it's in there. So, so since, for the 18 months of that, um, um, into Joe Biden's presidency, these are the things that have, that have lost. Um, American, the American Rescue Plan, COVID nineteen Hate Crimes Act, I think it's Juneteenth American. Is it is isn't it inflationary reduction? I don't know. No, no, no. This yeah. is. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about all all oh, of sorry. the acts. Yeah, yeah. the The American Rescue Plan, COVID nineteen Hate Crimes Act, the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2022. Ending Forced Arbitration of Sexual Assault and Sexual Harassment Act, the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act, the Postal Service Reform Act, Ukraine Democracy Defense Lend-Lease Act, Additional Ukraine Supplemental Appropriations Act, Ocean Shipping Reform Act, Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, Honoring Our Pact, PACT Act, Chips and Science Act, Sweden and Financial Ascent, Sweden and Finland Ascension to NATO, Inflation Reduction Act, 154 of the, 154 of the laws, have been passed and acted on. Supreme Court, they have, he elected Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson and over 76 judicial confirmations. So, because people always uh, talk about the, the Supreme Court. There are many courts under the Supreme Court where Biden has a hand in, 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 in nominating and choosing people. So, over 76 of those has happened. So, a lot has happened in 18 months. This is, that is not, that is not a small feat. So, so um, our, our our producer is saying are that they Biden black has, women like Candace Brown or I'm about like to say, uh, Kamala I'm about to Harris? Say, uh, yeah, just because you like a lot of black folk doesn't mean I mean, bitch. We have what's this, we have fucking Clarence Thomas. We have uh, uh, Clarence Thomas, Candace Owens. Just just because you're black don't make you fierce, but that is lovely. Yes. But so a lot has happened in 18 months, Bunny. So I know a lot of people no, they're, are like, they're... oh, Biden hasn't done anything. And I was one of those people because I literally did not know. But this is all these are all the things that has happened in the past 18 months since Biden has been president. So I think things are looking good. They're not great. Well, I mean, well, listen, I didn't say that Joe's done everything, done nothing. And he's had a light legislative agenda because of bickering in his own party among the conservatives, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, who derailed a lot of stuff um, that the Democrats presumably would have gone for had they not been blocking it. Yeah, I'm not saying that uh, Biden hasn't accomplished anything. A couple of those things on that list uh, are not stuff that I rejoice over, like the the money <laughs> for Ukraine, because... Uh, we don't have monkeypox vaccine, and we were out of breast formula, and uh, we're spending fifty-four billion over there. I mean, that could have ended homelessness here, which they're outlawing in a blue state in L.A. <laughs> You're home, Monet <laughs> Exchange. Well, you, you know, know what I mean? So, but so Joe has not gotten much stuff done legislatively. He's gotten a few big things like the CARES Act, child tax credit. I think it was 300 per child that it had ended 40% of child poverty, which is fantastic. This this is how you have to look at the news 
to really spook what they're doing. Progressives wanted to keep the child tax credits because they were so immensely popular and people are still building their way, you know, back possibly with the recession coming up. Mm -hmm. This has been hard. And, you know, as a prostitute with monkeypox, I have, the only place I've been able to work is at the zoo, at the goddamn zoo. Not a prostitute. And you know, I can't let all this good monkey pussy go to waste, honey. (laughs) Oh my God. Now, everybody close your eyes unless you're driving. And Jack, (laughs) Jack. Anyway, to carry on about this uh, inflationary (laughs) reduction. Shut up, bitch. We're talking serious shit. Uh, Even if we are high. Um, Which I know you don't do. Sometimes I try to. So here's good stuff in in the Inflationary Reduction Act. Biggest ever climate bill. Massive industry clean energy. I don't know what that means. 30 billion for electric vehicles. Heat pumps, home solar installation, great, all great. Biggest ever funding increase for the IRS. We'll get back to that. 15% tax on corporations plus 1 billion profits at this point, better than nothing. In the 50s and 60s, the corporate tax rates were like 50 and 60. Oh, really? Well, the the, the idea is is that if you're making good money in a business and you're using public roads and, you know, public dams for energy and whatever, that, yeah, you're making a bigger share, you pay a a larger tax. Um, So Medicare prescription drug negotiation, great. Um, Not not for insulin, but up to $7,500 to buy an electric vehicle. Well, I was going to say, a lot of this is contingent upon bipartisan support. So a lot of it, I'm sure the Dems would like to be more aggressive, but you have to work with these clowns so that they don't just shut the whole thing down. So instead of saying, all right, let's give everyone $100 million, Republicans are like, absolutely not. Like, okay, what about $50,000? Absolutely not. It's like, uh, $30,000? So you like you, you it's like you're 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 it's literally like you're negotiating with terrorists. Yeah. No, I I agree with that and listen, you know, there's mainstream stuff you can do like infrastructure which Biden also passed and was needed um and which both parties like. There's stuff that I mean, if they're if they're not passing much, the government is not working because the two parties are at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. But all this stuff that I'm reading is good stuff. Yeah. Um uh 30% off home rooftop solar, because that is expensive, but worth it, if you can afford it. Up to 7500 to buy an e- e- uh, electric vehicle. So, now, some people have complained, honey, we need help. We, we get That's 7500 off of a, you know, $60,000 car that we're not trying to buy right now. Um up to two thousand for a heat pump, which I think has to do with the elderly. Um, a heat pump where in your house? In my pussy, honey. Oh, because um, it's cold with moist. you all the way over there in LA, <laughs> Monet Ipu. Up to nine thousand for nine thousand for electric panel. Nine nine thousand for skin. Yes. Uh, five skin. So all that is good. Yeah. Medicare drug prescription negotiation. I guess that means with Canada, where you know they, that's that's something Bernie's been trying to work on. Um, and it's it's a big climate bill. It's a step in the right direction. Um, but like the infrastructure bill, it is it's loaded up with oh okay, so you're going to do something for the people. Well, you're going to do something for the corporations too. And so the infrastructure bill was popular with Republicans and corporate Democrats alike um, mm. because it it privatized some of the infrastructure building. You know, it will still create infrastructure that will still create jobs, but they won't be subject to, you know, pri- uh, you know, regulations that mm-hmm. they want. So. So in this, there's a lot of been a lot of talk about how the, how the Republicans blocked the uh, putting a cap at thirty five dollars a month on insulin for diabetics because that is a life saving 
treatment. And they did not get it through. Now, I will tell you this, Chuck Schumer, the Democratic head of the Senate, of the Senate is the number two recipient of pharmacy funds, uh, donations. Really, so really? Uh, I don't know that he would exactly be whipping up the uh, the cap on the high, expensive medicine that you have, have to take every day. So, um, and in another part of this, they brought up the parliamentarian. The parliamentarian is an unelected, in fact, I believe she's a Republican, and if she were fair... It may not matter whether she was a public. What the hell is a parliamentarian? Now I gotta look it, this shit she up. She looks at the she looks at the rules. She's not elected. Uh, she's a female, Elizabeth McDonough. She looks up the rules and determines whether you can include certain things in certain bills on based on whether or not. And here's where it gets complicated. It has to do with the budget. So they're trying to pass this IRA on the reconciliation where they can just do the fifty votes with Kamala as the tiebreaker mm-hmm. see they can't do they can't pass every bill through reconciliation it has to be de- it has to pertain to the budget so yeah. she was you know I, I don't know so listen bernie you taught me so much and he's oh. still out there you know um i uh he, he, these are the amendments that he tried to to add Cut Medicare drug prices by 50%. You know how many voted against that? Cut cut Medicare drug prices prices by 50%. 50%, Cut them in half. Bernie voted for it. 99 did not. So everyone else? Everyone else, Republican and Democrat. So well, there has to be uh, a reason why, Bunny. You think you think I know why, because they're all bought by Big Pharma. Right, but but you see, let, let right. me just. These are all popular amendments that that it is very wise for Bernie to put out there. Um, you know, and I'm saying this as someone who's been a little bit disillusioned with him, but and these are often things that that the Democrats campaigned on. So why is it the Independent who is saying, "Hey, hey, hey, this bill must pass"? So let's get these things that Democrats mostly say that they want. The Democrats campaign on, on 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 lowering it by how much he's saying, or they're saying, "Let's get it lower." I think Democrats, a lot of Democrats, probably campaign on getting it to a point where they could try to get bipartisan support, but they know that every day no one is going to support fifty percent. Well, um, I, I don't have the figures of, of which candidate said what, but I doubt if Bernie would be pushing a Bernie agenda. He's probably pushing stuff that was already agreed to. The other one is expand Medicare, which is not Medicare for all, but it's just make it bigger. Um, mm-hmm. cli- climate, uh, that was a 3 to 97 vote in which the two Georgia senators, the only three Warren, to vote for it were Bernie, uh, 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 Ossoff, and Ossoff, Warnock. Warnock, yes, and right. um, Warnock can fuck me, by the way. Um, oh, Warnock is. But, wait, which one? Is so, is, so yeah. they the black one, the the expand <laughs> Medicare. Um, so even though Warnock and um, Ossoff were not Medicare for all supporters, mm-hmm. they are. They have to vote, unlike everyone else except Bernie. Be- in a way that says we want to do something for you big that you're really going to feel because a lot of the provisions were already stripped out of this IRA when it was called Build Back Better. They've been hammering this out for a year and a half. Extend the child tax credit, which would again cut child poverty in half. Create a civilian climate corps. Uh, 98 voted against, one voted for, uh, one must have abstained. Um, so the extremely popular child tra- tax credit that they, that Kamala was singing the praise of, how much they'd help people. Well, I, why don't you keep helping them? Extend uh, that was one to ninety-seven. So I guess two abstained, and then strike breaks to the fossil fuel industry, which of course has got to fit in with any um, uh, serious speak speak speaking about the climate crisis because the the goal of that is to move away to transition away from fossil fuels and so we're giving we're giving breaks to them so in order to get this and listen all that stuff i read before that's good stuff i will say this 
Um, 15% tax on corporation with, with above 1 billion in profits. I love it. Now, over the years, the, the corporate taxes were like 50%. That was decades ago, but you know, something changed. Um, the, um, the, uh, yes, it, it, the top corporate tax rate in the U S fell from a high of 53% in 1942 to a maximum of 38% in 1993, which remained in effect until 2018. So this is also the difference between a progressive and a Democrat. We really want wealthy people like the Jeff Bezoses and Elon Musk to pay their fair share, to pay a larger fair share, to pay what they want. So now I want to just remind everybody that this, what is it, the Inflationary Reduction Act, okay, uh, IRA, yeah, the IRA. So Joe Manchin, who is the Democratic demon, and I swear, for someone who was pitched like Joe Biden was pitched in the press, as he can work across the aisle with Republicans, he always hasn't always had a good time working with his own people, um, you know, like Manchin and Cinema. But they're considered the devils who derailed much of, Amer- of, of the Biden agenda, and Build Back Better was to be his social spending. Uh, Bernie and the progressives first called for $6 trillion. Of course, you call for more than you want, but that's what they thought they, they needed. I, th- mm-hmm. I don't remember the total amount that it came down to, but it was whittled down a lot. And in order to get Joe Manchin on board, they had to agree to gas and oil drilling on 600 billion acres. Um, I, know, I heard about so, that. and I'm, But again, this is not shocking that we, we know that or mansion. I mean, it is, I'm shocked. I mean, okay, it sucks that it has to come to that to get Manchin to agree to work with the Dems because he is a fucking Democrat. But and and it's like it is. He's suck. a Democrat it, in name only. I know. So but, it but, sucks that you had to like you had to fucking do, do, have, strike that deal with him to get action. But it's like, what do you do? Like, what is the recourse? Well, well, let me ask you this because Bernie was. Uh, fucked up by the Democrats who they just want something to pass. They don't really have, I mean, if you're, if you have what you need, if you're not on food stamps or welfare, or, you know, you don't have any problem affording insurance or whatever, you know, you're not really going to be worried about that. But the, the progressives are geared more to working people. And, and that's why Bernie talked about income inequality. So he wants that 300 extra dollar per child going in. And it's the same with, with student debt, where people can say, well, I don't want my tax dollars to, to pay for someone else's college debt because uh, I didn't go to college or because no one ever paid my debts. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's one way to look at it. It's a more of a, a Republican or a very matter-of-fact way to look at it. You borrowed it. You shouldn't have borrowed it if you couldn't have paid it back. So quit whining and pay it back. That's how they, that's how they look at it. And But the, the progressive thinks, let's help people that are struggling, <laughs> you know, by taxing the wealthiest more. That's that's really what it is. And I mean, I, I do not consider myself a socialist. People are like, Bunny, you're so, you know, fucking radical. But this is the kind of stuff that, here's what I want to ask. And we this is getting long, but. So yeah, we had to. Bernie was out. vilified for trying to put, um, to, to cut Medicare drug prices by 50%, expand Medicare, have a civilian climate corps, extend child tax credit, and strike the, the brakes to the fossil fuel companies, like giving mm-hmm. them tax breaks. He was vilified by Democrats who just wanted any bill passed to make Democrats look good. They're not concerned about what's in the bill. This is why I can be a little bit disenchanted with Bernie. I would love to see him say, "Uh uh-uh, I gave you five. You are either going to expand Medicare, cut Medicare drug prices in half, extend the very popular child tax credit, which could get you reelected, motherfuckers, or I'm not voting for this. But instead, the Democratic Party kowtows to Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, who got some loophole for the wealthiest to pay less taxes before she would agree to get on board. She like went missing and then was like giving mystical statements and she's going to be out of a job and probably going to go straight to being a lobbyist now because she served her private equity fund 
lobbyists so well um, that she was. So it's like it's it's just it it could have been so much more. The the they everybody wanted to do infrastructure and they got that done. But in the beginning, infrastructure was linked to build back better, which was the basis of um, the Inflationary Reduction Act. So, and winding up here, because I know y'all are like, if you say Inflationary Reduction Act again, Bunny, and get the, get the, can't even say it right because you're stoned, I will murder you. Well, Bunny, you are stoned, and we're about to get canceled. We, 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 we have to uh, allow the two to go so that they come back next but week. Let's just, let's look at politics instead of who we hate and what we hope could happen to them if they get you know, what they deserve in jail or, you know, let's look at it in terms of what policies, whether it is Medicare for all, whether it is cheaper drug prices, whether it is a child tax credit, whether it is student debt, let's look at those policies and determine through the years that we're watching, have what's your record been? Before you get my vote, what's your record been? And who are your donors? And what are you saying about it now? So, because that's the only way way that we're going to get shit. I agree. I agree. So, um, well, anybody, this has been another delightful episode of Everybody and Irony. I have to say, you know, I feel invigorated <laughs> by your fervor and your <laughs> uh, and your uh, 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 um, bunniness. Well, oh, we gotta oh. make demands, or we get nothing. Those who make demands get zip. Yes, agreed. And thank y'all for coming back for another episode. Listen, we is back. We will be back next week with all new episodes of Ebony and Irony. And we ask y'all to, you know, keep on coming back and keep on listening and we'll keep talking. (laughs) And on that note, have a good night. Podcast Network.